A reading from St. Mark's Gospel, chapter 12. Some Sadducees, who say there is no resurrection, came to Jesus and asked him a question, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies, leaving a wife but no child, the man shall marry the widow and raise up children for his brother. There were seven brothers, the first married, and when he died, left no children, and the second married her and died, leaving no children, and third likewise. None of the seven left children. Last of all, the woman herself died. In the resurrection, whose wife will she be? For the seven had married her. Jesus said to them, Is not this the reason you are wrong, that you know neither the Scriptures nor the power of God? For when they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. And as for the dead being raised, have you not read in the book of Moses, in the story about the bush, how God said to him, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is God, not of the dead, but of the living. You are quite wrong. For most of us, the serial marriage we heard in the gospel will sound strange. This Jewish custom was developed to protect and save widows without any children. Children here mean boys who can carry the name of the family. In other words, only male children had the right to family inheritance. In ancient Israel, a widow without a male child had no right to her husband's properties. Thus, when a widow without a male child marries her dead husband's brother, she could be socially and economically protected. But St. Paul gives different advice to the current Christians in Corinth. He writes, In my judgment, she is happier if she remains as she is. Of course, it should be noted that St. Paul was writing to non-Jewish Christians who were in very different social environments for women. However, St. Paul didn't, didn't give this advice because Corinthian widows could easily survive without husbands or children. He says to the Corinthians, I mean, brethren, the appointed time has grown very short. This appointed time means the judgment day or the second coming of Christ. For St. Paul, this life is short and passing, and we are soon to face the judgment and its eternal destiny. He continues, From now on, let those who have wives live as though they had none. 
and those who mourn as though they were not mourning, and those who rejoice as though they were not rejoicing, and those who buy as though they had no goods, and those who deal with the world as though they had no dealings with it. For the form of this world is passing away. In a way, St. Paul admonishes us that we should start the future form of life here on earth. This is what Jesus tells us in today's Gospel. There will be no marriage in the resurrection. Marriage symbolizes all the efforts for survival in this life and the world. No need for marriage implies the liberation from finiteness. That means living forever. Many Christians have been inspired from Jesus' words in today's gospel for the ideal form of life and took the advice of St. Paul seriously. Clergy and the religious communities have practiced celibacy as the sign of heavenly reality. But they also live poverty, a life without possession. Furthermore, as the spiritual poverty, they take a vow of obedience to their superiors. By chastity, poverty, and obedience, they die to themselves, but live in the Lord. In the same letter to the Corinthians, St. Paul makes it clear that we can marry and marry again, saying, If the husband dies, she is free to be married to whom she wishes. But those who have realized the shortness of this life and desire eternal life may also begin heavenly life here on earth. Thank you.